0: The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Frank Buys Junk Cars. Radio 92.3 informative, local, dependable. Uh, you are listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Reese Andrews sitting in for Jenna Barr. And um, today we have a uh, guest in the studio and it's Frank with Frank Buys Junk Cars. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great today. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. So, uh, Frank, what brings you in today? What, did, what, what, do, you, what do you have to tell us? Uh, I, I know, obviously you buy junk cars, but there's clearly more to it than that and i think maybe the first thing that i sort of want to ask you uh, since the first time you're in the show how did how did you get started how did you get started buying junk cars
1: well it's a funny story i never really planned on buying junk cars cars never something i was actually interested in when i was younger i did a lot of part-time jobs and i was roofing and my old boss man would buy these pizza junk cars that only last for a couple weeks and on the weekends he'd pay me like 20 bucks 25 bucks to help him tow it to the junkyard and i was like hey i, I can make a little bit of extra cash if if i went around asking people to buy a junk cars so me and my wife we made a plan and we handed out flyers and tried buying junk cars on the weekend and we actually started off with a lincoln town car and a tow chain i didn't even have a truck
0: oh my goodness all right so you were driving the, the lincoln with the tow or that's the first junk car you bought
1: no, that's the one we used to, to tow, tow the, the cars. Ca- yeah, <laughs> oh Lincoln God. Town. It was an old '88 Lincoln. Um, my was wife...
0: it pa- was it baby uh, blue, powder blue with a blue interior, by any chance? No, it was, <laughs> it, was it was white, so it was close to baby. All right, blue. okay, cool, cool. All right.
1: Um, yeah, my wife she would drive. She would actually drive the Lincoln, and I have the chain hook to it, and I tow the car that was in the back.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: So, yeah, we made a great team. She uh, she's really was the backbone of my company she really helped out with getting everything started and as we started having kids and got older i ended up hiring employees and she stayed with the kids and helped them out of the house
0: yeah and well the uh, clearly the business is growing because you got you had the you got to the point where you had to hire folks and uh so that's awesome so how how, what, what what year did you start doing this
1: uh it would be about 12 years ago wow
0: okay cool
1: yeah we actually started off part-time like i said Mm -hmm. i I worked um like two or three different jobs and i was doing this on the side i actually uh did a little bit of side work for mike wiggins
0: okay
1: (laughs) all right yeah he's he was, a, he was a great role model and kind of a yeah. a mentor growing up, seeing how he treated his employees. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, one day I want to be like Mike and have employees and be able to treat them in respectful ways like he does. And he was always just so kind and great.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great. So tell me a little bit about the process of, you know, buying junk cars and, and you know, what what goes into, you know, how do you choose them? I mean, do you just go grab them off the side of the road that somebody abandons or how does that, how does that work? What goes well, on?
1: We, we try to make our process a really simple easy process some junkyards you got to bring the cars to them and drain the gas and oil and stuff uh we don't do that we'll come and we'll pay you cash on hand and we'll tow them away right then so you don't have to leave the house you don't have to drain your fluids um it's real easy and uh, as far as abandoned cars we don't buy abandoned cars it's actually against the law to sell a car that's not in your name
0: mm, okay um so don't try that.
1: No, you don't want yeah. to sell your next-door neighbor's car while they're out of town.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Have you ever had somebody try to do that or, or call you and say, hey, look, I know where there's an abandoned car on the side of the freeway? Uh, um, all the time. Oh, um, wow. People okay. will try to
1: sell cars that aren't theirs. And, and a lot of it's not them trying to do wrong. Sure. It's, it's they actually think that they're allowed to do it. Because a, mm. a lot of people think that if a car has been on your property for 30 days, mm. that it's legally yours. Oh.
0: But and it's not
1: it's not the case and if you sell the car you can get charged with larceny you can get charged with fraud mm. uh, grand theft yeah um it's it's a real it's a real serious crime to yeah. sell a car that's not yours um what you can do is you can call like a, a licensed tow company and do what's called a private party tow away uh beach bum towing uh they're good guys uh they they do private party tow ways we're mm-hmm. not licensed to do that okay but they can't pay you for the car right. they can only tow it away but it won't ca- cost you anything
0: gotcha okay they'll,
1: they'll send a bill to the registered owner if the registered owner don't pay the bill mm-hmm. then they'll obtain a uh, legal ownership of the car and then beach bum they would be able to sell the okay car.
0: gotcha all right all right very good so that so noted do not try to sell your neighbor's car even if you think that's an eyesore right exactly all right very good and,
1: Something you could do was what I try to recommend to people is mm-hmm. if you know whose car it is, call them and say, hey, listen, you got the car in my yard. I need it gone. Why don't you come over here? We'll call Frank. You can buy the car from Frank and just give me half the money since it's been on my property for so long.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Sell the car to you yeah. and, uh, you know, we'll go Habsies on it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That way I'm, I'm the facilitator. Yeah. And helping yeah. It, yeah. Get the neighborhood looking good again. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, so, So tell me a little bit more about what you guys do
1: so um when we buy the cars we'll take them to our shop we'll drain the oil we'll drain the gas we'll drain all the fluids and we'll we'll remove the precious metals we'll take the catalytic converter off the aluminum wheels if it has it sometimes we'll pull out the copper and that's our main profit to keep our prices real competitive we try to pay a little more than the uh, local junkyards and we'll make our profit off of the converter or the copper or the battery or the aluminum wheels and to do that we can give you just a little more than the other junkyards can and we can come pick it up so it's convenient easy you get paid a little more than the local yards and we still make a little bit of a profit as well
0: okay all right so that that kind of sets you apart from from other folks that you that you have to kind of get it to them you have to pay somebody to tow it to the junkyard and the junkyard's going to be like yeah i'll give you 50 bucks for it right
1: yeah and that can happen because a lot of them will pay you by the pound and you oh a lot of people don't know how much their car weighs sure
0: right so I don't know how much my car weighs.
1: <laughs> yeah. We we I've been doing it for so long. I can normally guess a car's weight within a hundred, two hundred pounds.
0: Can you guess my weight?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll say one twenty. <120. laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. Hey, that is a safe that's a safe guess in any in any situation. <laughs> so okay, yeah. So, so yeah, people don't know how much their car weighs. So you I mean, sometimes you might be getting maybe taken advantage of, but you guys are are going there and and you provide the service on site.
1: Right. And um so when they call me they can call or text me or they can visit our website at frankbuysjunkcars.com and mm-hmm. email us. And uh it normally takes about 30 seconds. I'll ask you does it have the motor, transmission, catalytic converter, the wheels, and then I'll make sure it has a title or proof of ownership cuz like I said we can't buy it if it's not yours and then we'll give you a quote and we can normally come the same day you call uh especially if it's before 12 you call before 12 we can normally come the same day Mm -hmm. sometimes within 45 minutes
0: oh wow yeah depending i guess where you are and what what your schedule looks like that day
1: yeah i got uh i got two drivers besides myself dylan and jason and we try to get there quick be fast Mm -hmm. and because we know you know sometimes sometimes you might have a car in your yard that you've had a violation for from the county and Mm. you just found our number is finally able to contact us and they're like like hey we only got like one more day to get rid of this car they're gonna fine us or our car yeah so
0: we actually had that happen to us it was probably was probably about 15 about 15 years ago we had uh you know like you know those things that your dad gives you here's my old truck that doesn't really work anymore but I think you can use it so i mean <laughs> he parks it in our driveway and the kids kind of tinkered with it or whatever and then they got bored of it and we didn't we i guess we didn't know cuz it was on our property like who cares uh and then we did we got the little nasty gram from the city like uh you have an abandoned vehicle basically like a inoperable vehicle I'm like how do you know it's inoperable (laughs) yeah creeping on me and you know they were they weren't wrong uh and we did we got the little notice that said you know hey you got to get rid of that you can't have that on your and it wasn't like an HOA thing where you know the the homeowners association you know those people uh were out there you know monitoring it was literally the city and they were like you've got you got to get get that moved I wish that you had been in business back then I probably would have been like because we didn't know what to do we had no idea what to do so that's that's good to know
1: Now here's a here's a little trick. If if you got a car, because a lot of people have cars that belong to a grandparent, or they're still trying to fix it up, or has sentimental value. Yeah. If you have a six foot privacy fence, you can put the car in the backyard behind a six foot privacy fence, and then you um and you can't get in trouble for that. Okay. So they can only write you up in the county. They can only write you up if it's outside of the fence. And uh, it's inoperable And when they mean inoperable It doesn't have to be tagged and insured It just has to move forward 10 feet And backwards 10 feet Okay A lot of people think If you don't have a tag on it That you're not allowed to have it In the county you can It's just got to be able to move
0: Mm, Okay All right so what? what's your service area? You said you've got, you know, you and a couple other drivers that can go and pretty quickly take care of somebody that needs your your services. Um, what, how, what What's kind of your geographic service area?
1: Our main focus is the Pensacola Gulf Breeze area. Okay. But we also do uh, Foley, Alberta, Somerdale, Robertsdale, uh, Navarre. We'll go. To, okay. Yeah, we'll so go. So it's, we'll go you're to Crest, covering a lot of ground. Yeah, we'll go to Crestview. About a, about a. A one hour radius as far as drive time. Okay. And the reason we try not to go too far is I want to be able to get our local cars real quick. Sure. I got two drivers on the way to Alabama and I'm busy and someone calls. Right. I want to. I, I really try to get. I really try to get there within an hour or mm-hmm. two hours, if possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and that makes total sense. I mean, that again speaks to the level of the service that you're um, allowed to provide, that you're able to provide. Uh, we're talking to Frank with Frank Buys Junk Cars at the Pensacola Expert Panel nine seventeen. Uh, if you want to ask a question, by all means, give us a call or text 437-1620. 4371620 and Frank will be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Um so so let's say that you so you, you were telling me earlier that you where you make your your money really is from the parts basically. Right. Okay. So um that's how you're able to kind of when you go to somebody's house to pick up their vehicle uh you're able to provide them with a very competitive Rate in terms of what you're going to pay them for their car,
1: correct? Like, we'll say an Expedition, for example. Expedition has four catalytic converters instead of one. So, at the junkyard right now, it's worth about $250. But since it has extra catalytic converters, we could offer you $500 for it. So, on that particular vehicle, it's going to be double the price mm. of what the junkyard is. Okay um not all of them are the case cuz you know some will only have one or some will have a real low valued one so we're not always able to pay double the price sure um normally on a small normally on a small car an older car uh it starts out about 150 so if you had like a 92 Toyota Corolla or something that'd start out about 150 mm-hmm. and, and it just goes up from there
0: okay um so I, this may be kind of a weird question but do you have is there is there a, a specific I don't know age car or type of car that you that you get frequently in, or that you, or is it just kind of like a mixed bag that that's you're all over the place? I, I mean, I have no idea.
1: I would say the most common car that we buy is going to be Nissan Ultimus. Really yeah those are for some reason the most common one to break down if you're a big ultimate fan sorry yikes to yeah give you the bad news but right
0: <laughs> but the but maybe the older makes or something like that that um are okay no, <laughs> no. I,
1: I would say probably around from like the 2003 to 2006 is the most common okay. one for
0: the Ultima we buy. Wow okay yeah well you know and they're probably pretty pretty highly pro- in, in production as well probably so there's probably yeah. a ton of them out there but um, uh, so what else I mean you've got you're selling things for parts um, you've grown your business in a relatively short period of time frank i mean that's pretty big you've been in business for 12 years and um you know you, you've already grown it to the point that you know you've, you've had to hire employees and you're not using <laughs> your lincoln continental to or your lincoln town car to, to hold stuff away anymore um you know it, and and before we got on the, before we came on the air um you know it, you were telling me about your uh, uh, free library and um so I, I love it when, you know, businesses make good and, you know, you worked really hard to get where you are. And now you're like, you know what, I think it's time to give back. I, I, let's, let's find a way that we can, you know, be active members of the community and give back to the community. So tell me a little bit about the free library that you have.
1: Yeah, so uh, we actually used to advertise with the Thrifty Nickel. And they were great advertising sources. Oh my gosh, yep. Yeah, that was was my main advertising source back in the day. Yep. And when they went out of business, I was like, oh no, what's going to happen to the Thrifty Nickel? And I was actually talking to the owner, we're buddies, and he was like, man, I need to get rid of all the boxes. And I looked at them and I was like, I can do something with these boxes.
0: That's why that looks so familiar. So just so you know, Frank gave me a a little card with the picture of his free library on it. And I'm like... That looks like a like a newspaper box. That's what it is. It it's is. the old thr- thrifty nickel um, distribution boxes. So I did a little bartering with How Steve. How cool is that?
1: Yeah, I, I was so excited to get them. I did a little bartering with Steve. His transmission was bad in his truck. Hey so i was like hey i was like i'll make you a deal
0: <laughs> i can get you a transmission <laughs>
1: yeah we'll, we'll, we'll put your transmission in for your truck yeah and I was like you give me all the thrifty nickel boxes and he just wanted to get rid of them so he was more than excited sure. for that so we got them we, we we uh got them designed got them repainted mm-hmm. and logoed we got them out at about 15 stores right now
0: oh great um,
1: licking good donuts um we got one there We've got them at a Subway and Dirt Cheap on uh, Fairfield and Lillian. And if you go to our website, mm-hmm. franksfreelibrary.com, okay. it'll have a list of all of the libraries that we have. Okay, We're, Our goal is to put a hundred out. We got a hundred boxes and we got 30 of them uh, made so far. Okay. So if you're listening in and you want to have a library at your store, it's free. Of, it's free. Right. It don't cost you anything. We'll come once a week. We'll fully stock them full of books
0: oh my gosh
1: yeah so we got about a thousand books right now and uh, about a hundred kids books I really try to put more kids books in than adult books but uh, it's harder to get kids books
0: Mm, okay
1: so uh, we, we fill them full of the books we'll come by once a week we encourage people if they're able to put a book in if you're able to sure but if you're not hey yeah grab grab a book we really just want to encourage kids and adults to read more and spend a little more time reading books and a little less time on
0: electronics yeah that's awesome that is really really cool are you accepting donations of children's books
1: yes we are um we can uh pick them up we can come to your location to pick them up or you could drop them off at our location uh, the frank buys junk cars we're at uh, 6894 west fairfield drive which is right by the intersection of fairfield and 69th
0: okay all right perfect
1: it's hard to miss this big yeah. black, red, yellow building. Uh, it's kind of a one of a kind building.
0: All right, very cool, very cool. Well, that's exciting. That's really, really cool. I mean, I, you are honestly kind of amazing. I, I mm-hmm. love that that you're the things that you're doing and the fact. I mean, everything come, the, everything that you're saying is we'll come to you. We'll come to you. We'll pick that up for you. We'll read. Redist- I mean, that's that is so awesome that's really really cool uh you're listening to frank buys junk cars on news radio 92 3 informative local dependable it's nine twenty-three. this is the pensacola expert panel i'm reese andrews sitting in for jenna bar frank um you know we've got a little bit of time left so what else would you like to uh to, to let me know
1: um one thing that a lot of people don't understand and it's not always with selling a junk car it could be you sell it to an individual when you sell a car, if you have a tag that's still in dates and you cancel your insurance, the DMV can and will suspend your license. Something that a lot of people don't know is once you cancel your insurance mm-hmm. on your car, if your tag's valid, they can suspend your license. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to save my tag for next time I buy a car so I can bring it in. But that's not what you want to do. As soon as you cancel your insurance, you want to turn your tag into the DMV and they'll give you a credit on your tag so mm. next time you need it you don't have to pay the big fee to buy the tag again because you already have the tag gotcha credit. okay i've had so many customers call me like months later like hey frank listen they suspended my license i didn't know i was supposed to turn my tag in. we try to tell people but sometimes mm-hmm. you forget and uh we'll just send them a, a a bill of sale a copy of their bill of sale again if they lost it right. and they can turn that in the dmv and that'll help them out with it mm-hmm but that's one thing I just want everybody to know, you know, when you sell your car, whether it's to me, to an individual, to another junkyard,
0: you need to turn your tag in. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because a suspended license, I'm sure it would be no fun. Uh, we did actually get a, uh, a text in. Do you pick up motorcycles?
1: Uh, we currently are not picking up motorcycles. Okay. Um, the reason we can't do motorcycles is because, say, the average motorcycle weighs 800 pounds mm-hmm. and at five cent a pound which is what the junkyard's paying and no catalytic converter it's only worth about 40 dollars at the scrapyard
0: uh, okay
1: so i wouldn't be able to offer a fair price on something where we're only going to make 40 dollars.
0: gotcha okay
1: so there's a couple things like that we don't buy um we also don't buy motorhomes or rvs and you would think oh well motorhome that's got a whole bunch of metal mm-hmm but that is true. But it also has a lot of fiberglass, a yeah. lot of wood. Some of them have couches or appliances in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you can do, what I normally recommend, is if you have a mobile home or RV or something, there's a company, there's only one company I know that does it. Is It's a SOS, something old salvage. Okay. And I've worked with them before. And what they'll come and do is they'll bring a container over and demolish it, put all the contents in the container, mm-hmm. and then tow it away. And it's going to cost you a little but there's just no other way of doing it that i know of okay
0: all right we actually got a follow-up text um from the motorcycle guy it's free like he doesn't want anything for it just it's free if
1: you have one that was free uh we could we could schedule time for us to pick it up for you (laughs) Um, i just
0: i think he just wants it off his property (laughs) yeah
1: we, we we could do that that wouldn't be an issue i i just don't like to tell a customer yeah. hey your your, your vehicle is not worth anything it's not feasible for me to do it. i just i want to pay my customers i want to pay my right. customers as much as i can mm-hmm. some of my competitors don't like it for, about that they're like hey like we can get them a little cheaper yeah but i know if you're selling your junk car you probably don't want to sell your junk car it probably right. broke down you're taking a loss on it yeah you know it, right. it's sad i i yeah i like buying junk cars but i also don't like seeing people lose on their cars right so that's what motivates me to try to pay as much as i can
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i grew up not having much money i know what it's like to Mm. you know be at your last buck and it seems like nothing's going your way now your car broke down and right
0: and you you just need to get some money for it and nobody wants to pay you anything for it and yeah Yeah. I mean or or even that sentimental value like you mentioned and then that goes kind of back to what we were talking about you know my dad gave the kids what he thought was going to be their fun little you know tinker truck and because uh, it didn't it, he had driven that thing into the ground already anyway and you know so there's a little bit of sentimental value you don't want to maybe qu- kind of get rid of it but then you don't want to sit in your yard forever so uh, you know I really appreciate that 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 honesty and that integrity that you have um, you know and obviously you know if, if you're willing to you know go and say hey look buddy I, you know look I, I, I don't want to I, I'm not doing this because I I, I can't offer you a fair price to, to for this motorcycle, uh, and then you know, hey, I'll, I'll just I'll just give it to you, you know, I'll I'll help you out. That's what I'm hearing from you is I'm gonna will help you out because I know you probably just need need it off your land or whatever. So um, that's pretty cool. That is really cool. You are listening to Frank buys junk cars on News Radio ninety two three, Pensacola expert panel. Um, got any last any last little uh, side, talk, Any last talking points or? thoughts
1: yeah I would like to say to any like young entrepreneurs out there that have a dream like I want to do this as my dream in the future stay with it and you know keep your side keep your regular job and if you have something that you think can be a better job for you in the future or a little side hustle or something to start your own business work at it and keep doing it on the side And whenever your side job or your new future job you want to have starts making more money than the job you're working now, that's when you're going to know that you need to move on and go on to your next thing. Yeah,
0: that's excellent, excellent advice. I mean, and it's super, super smart advice. You know, I mean, it sounds really like you said, you you know, wait, I could, you know, I started kind of doing this because I was getting paid 20 bucks to go help this guy out. And wait, I could probably kind of do this and... But, you know, you kept at it and kept at it until you were at a point where, hey, uh, you know, honey, it's time. You can, you know, we, we can do this. And I got to we got to hire some folks and take care of the kids. And this is our dream. This is that's a really amazing is A great story. I bet your mom is super proud.
1: Oh, yeah, she is. She's
0: I know she's super proud because she texted in and said, tell him I'm super proud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's on. She's inspired me a lot with a library and mm-hmm. uh, I've actually went to the school and volunteered for the school and did commercials encouraging kids to read and you know Aww. she's been a big inspiration on helping out with the community.